In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for, but we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Want if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Welcome to the Unsolicited Podcast, the show that we're giving you that you did not want or ask for. Or any other questions involved. I'm one of your hosts, It starts Jack. off so negative now. What if somebody's listening to this for the okay. first time ever? I'll do it again. <laughs> Hi! Welcome aboard the USS Unsolicited Podcast. <laughs> you asked to be here. You paid for it. This is what you wanted. I'm your Captain Jack. I'm here with my other captains, <laughs> Kelly, uh, who's actually here in person, and... Uh, First mate Tommy is Captain um, Blackheart, which Captain, is like so appropriate. Captain Blackheart's dope. Captain um, Jack will hey, get uh, you high tonight. First mate Tommy. First mate Tommy. Um, where are you? Uh, I am. Where, where the fuck are you for real? I don't know why I'm so loud here. Hold on. I'm just, uh, I am uh, in desert, hot spring, hot desert springs, California. Uh, in a hotel. Huh. Uh, I'm doing. Where the hell? What? Yeah, it's in a desert. If you're, if you're having an affair, it's not the best idea to do a podcast. No, it, it, it's just <laughs> It's 106 degrees out, 107. Uh, I literally am. If I could show you a picture, I would in, in the middle of nowhere. But there's, uh, it's a desert hot springs, California, and I'm doing a detox cleanse for a week. Shut uh, up. Yep. That's why you couldn't podcast with us in person this week. You're like, oh no, uh, I'm gonna be all wrapped up next week. I am like, all probably wrapped literally, up. I'm all, literally in saran wrap, I, just in a sauna, let me, let me, sweating the toxins. Well, here's the best part, guys. With a <laughs> I, am, I am literally less than an hour away from my first colonic ever. I'm coming to you right out of the colonic chair or, or bed, whatever the hell it is. What do you think of that? We need to take a pause real quick. We need to take a pause because um, I don't know what colonic means. It's where you stick a tube up your ass and then they flush water up your ass and then it's supposed to like bring all the poop out of the tube and get everything out of your system. I've done it one time and I actually have questions about it because my first inclination was to like clench. Are you supposed to like be pushing? I was afraid. So I don't think I got the best I, situation. I, I, actually, I, I said to the lady, I said, listen, I'm about to... Shit all over this table. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know exactly what to do, but she's like, just relax and breathe. And I'm like, yeah, but it feels as yeah, like, I, If I relax too hard, I'm worried about how unrelaxed you will I be. I felt like I was going to blow the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I almost spit well, my coffee out. <laughs> the thing is, another uh, another trick, almost like a little mirage, is like your ass gets accustomed to the tube in it. I mean, the anus is really amazing. <laughs> it can adjust it. it can, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, how long it is it in there for? The what do you mean you get used to it's it? It's like an hour. Anus, what? Yeah. The anus could uh, could could adjust to anything. It's like a snake. Eat, it's like a snake eating a carcass. It's a uh, <laughs> This, it feels like me, me overhearing Tommy talking to a woman at a bar. Like, listen, lady, the anus can adjust to anything. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah, the anus is... It doesn't count if it's in your butt. The anus is pretty miraculous, I got to say. It's like... So anyway, this tube goes up your butt, Jack. And the best part about it is that they make it like all these California laws that you're supposed to do it yourself, you know? So she's like, here, hold here and here. And then she just grabs my hand and shoves it up my ass for me anyway. <laughs> anyway. So it's kind of like they covered their bases. So he is having an affair. Yeah, we did. He call is it. having an affair with a fucking tube. Mm. 
It's it's like a fire hose of water just straight into Ooh. it. Yeah, it's like a fire hose. And then, and then you can like then you can like watch the tube as the shit flows through. Yeah, and then she's like, "It's <laughs> yeah." And then uh, I say you can like it's some sort of privilege. I'm like, and then you can watch the tube. It's like an aquarium of poop. It's right. poop. <laughs> so they fill you up. Who wouldn't want to watch? They that? fill you up, and then she's like, "Just tell me until you can't take any more." And then I'm like, "All right, I can't take any more." <laughs> this, <And then> really, <laughs> this sounds like every porn say, I've ever seen. And then they it. start yeah. sucking it out, Jack. And you're just like looking at a little glass tube of just stuff in your colon. She's like, and then she, and then Wait, she's on, trying to make. Say me, they're sucking it out. She's just, trying to is make there me a guy on the other end of the yeah. tube just sucking it up. That's like what ass to mouth is. Or, oh, My Lordy. ass was completely <laughs> exposed to her, right? And she's just trying to make small talk. Well, no shit. And then she has, an, no then she has the nerve to be like, "Oh, I see watermelon." <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have corn? Wait, how did you not fully digest watermelon? I don't know because that's all. I, they they, they said the that, that we got we got here last <laughs> night, Kelly. All the seeds in there, <laughs> Kelly. We got here last night, and like, all right, come, we had a six o'clock orientation. You check in the room, uh, you know, the lady's like, all right, you have your last meal, and you just go in there, and it's just a watermelon. That's all that was there was just a bunch of watermelon. So everybody had watermelon, I guess maybe. That's a good start, but I have I'm, every thirty minutes or oh well. So she's she's not some person that can like easily dictate food and poop. She was just like, oh, by by the odds, yes, every single yeah, person she, here is going right. to have watermelon. She, in their she's shit, been doing this since she wanted to make it sound like she was a magician. Exactly, she's been doing this since six o'clock this morning. Everyone who's staying at this Listen. resort is in the same cleanse. So she's just like. You know, maybe yeah, she's a fucking hack. Yeah. I don't trust this lady at nah, all. She ha- Your asshole's going to come out worse on the other she end. She had a degree, and I saw a degree on like the wall. a couple's colonical, and they're both, him and Jacqueline, just next to each other, both with yeah. tubes getting the Can you imagine signing up for the couple's massage, and then all of a sudden you find out it's couple's colonical? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, honey, there's the dinner we had. Remember that time we went to that New Orleans steakhouse? It's like steak sort of a massage, if you think about it. Hey, babe, remember that it's time we went to that New Orleans steakhouse? Look, remember, oh, memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that gum I swallowed in sixth grade. Man, that stuff never digests, does it? <laughs> really doesn't. So anyway, oh, I have to do. Are, are you going to take video of it so, so you can post it on? Yeah, Instagram? where's the video? Oh, I think I'm going to go. Uh, I might go unsolicited live. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now wait, how many Colin? Col- um, Colana? I have to. Colons? I actually have one. Do you do it once or twice every, or three times? I have one every day this week. What? Yeah. One's not enough. No, man. How much crust do you have built up? In uh, about, uh, how, I mean, he's uh, full of shit, dude. How old am I? <laughs> well, the, first of all, you get here and then they hand. How old are you? <laughs> here, they, they, uh, Nobody knows. When you truly. get here, <laughs> when you get here, they, uh, they hand you a giant bag of potatoes. It's 10 pounds. They said, this is the average amount of fecal matter Meat. that is in every human being. It's pretty gross, but it's true. Wait, how many potatoes are we talking? Then did you eat the potatoes? It's a ten bag. It's a ten pound bag of potatoes. No, I didn't eat the potatoes. But how many potatoes just, is that? She basically, <laughs> they basically just handed you this bag. Don't make me do math, Tommy. Tell me how many fucking much potatoes were in the bag. Like pa- I would say like thirty-two potatoes. potatoes. Right. So they hand you a yeah, sack of potatoes. So every oh, wait, they, they were russet potatoes. So everyone can get yeah, a reference. Kind of like, oh, oh yeah, what wow. kind of potatoes? <laughs> Fingerlings. Are they the little ball ones that are tiny that you can? Yeah, eat they, one they, bite? they look like the onion potatoes that you kind of can make a nice soup with the red ones. I don't know. See, I think for effect they should have gone big potatoes. Yeah, but then it'd be like two. N- no, you probably you probably going to three. Right, but I, I don't think yeah. we can carry three it. Three and one half potatoes. <laughs> that would be like a twenty. There's a pound. woman in the back chopping potatoes. <laughs> That'd be like a twenty pound bag of potatoes. I don't know if that uh, we, well, we, listen, we wouldn't be I'm truthful. sure you got twenty pounds of shit in you. Uh, and I'm sure it's all potato too. <laughs> so so why am I doing <laughs> no, this? It's you fucking ask? Taylor ham. 
Well, no, I didn't. I, what did I, we ask? Did we I'm, ask a question? I don't remember how we got here. <laughs> I'm just trying to move conversation along. You like that? So you ask why I'm doing this? Um, oh, uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, we nope. definitely remember doing that. Nope. Don't want to know. Got to go. <laughs> Next up. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Bye. Okay. Why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? I don't Tommy? know, man. I have no idea. Like someone told me it was a spirit. Why did you, <laughs> you lead us up? an asshole. <laughs> no. Someone told me it was a really spiritual experience. And they have like uh, you, you do all this like breath work. Was it, did a plumber tell you this? At night you do all this weird shit that I'm really into. That's such a Hollywood girl thing to say is that having anal is a spiritual experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's like two become one. It kept felt kind of spiritual. I'm, a, I'm not too far from Joshua Tree. Maybe I'll go make my own spiritual experience. Just walk around. Yeah, just bring walk back around some with, a, with a clean ass on some shroom, just wandering the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's always been the downfall of my shroom experiences is not having a clean enough ass. I just feel full. My colon, I feel I'm like so full cold. of potatoes and watermelon. I feel like I got 30 potatoes. I think in I'm it. would make this, this trip lab- better, fucking clean colon. I'm lost in this labyrinth because I don't have a clean ass. Anyway. Instead of spending a week, like I'm sure you're paying like, through the nose uh, for whatever experiencing you're having uh, uh yeah it's not it's just like spice it's not like a bunch of most spicy thai food like, and just get I flushed out why do you have my, to have a tube? my buddy went to like a 40 grand a week thing and so i, I went to like the 1500 hour a week one and, and trust me desert springs california is like the every one of the pools has those natural mineral water pools i guess it's kind of like is that what palm springs is all about i don't even know but it's got uh here's one thing i'm telling you is that if i'm at a retreat for a week with people that have to get a colonic every day, I'm not fucking swimming in the same pool as them. You're not loosening up people's stools and then having me go wade in some water with them. Well, no, there's like mineral, mineral pools. Water. There's mis- I have there's <laughs> massage therapy every day. I don't day. care there's what's in the water. It's going to be minerals and their shit. Morning yoga, hikes. It's too hot to hike, though. I'm just basically been getting my ass flushed out and taking naps. I'm like, wow, I might as well stay at home. <laughs> Honestly, what, how is that different than your regular life? Why don't you just get a fucking douche, spray some water? Just, yeah, I could, I could have saved, my, I could save myself a couple grand and just had someone come <laughs> stick a garden hose up my ass every hour from where I'm laying <laughs> on my couch. You know you can get colonics here. Yeah, but I you I, just it, want it, you just wanted to stay in a shitty hotel, huh? It's more about the experience of being away. Anyway, speaking of being away, <laughs> what about you? What, what, what? How was your trip? I mean, you you were in Mexico. Tell us all about it. What happened? <laughs> I was in Mexico, so I went to Cabo with my mom and my aunt and my best friend, Colleen. Um, and we stayed at a resort called the Playa Grande. We got there the first day. Big um, beach. My mom was drunk, so she got convinced to upgrade to the penthouse, which was sweet. It, it was a sweet, and it was sweet. Um, the, I actually, my, my aunt uh, forced me to podcast with her, so I have about 10 minutes of a podcast a drunk as shit podcast with my aunt. So I'm going to listen to the, to the audio later. And if it's, if it's coherent enough, I'll just tag it onto the end of this episode as some bonus yeah, material. Or, or just say, um, and, or just, or just say, Oh, and here's me and my drunk aunt. Just grab a couple drunk comp, you know, drunk moments. If you want, it's up to you guys. Uh, well, I mean, I think we'll just throw it at the end. People can, can continue listening if they want to, but we, um, we like met a friend at the pool that day, this guy Jason, and he had a, a Tinder date that night. So we had him and his Tinder date pick us up. We went to this karaoke bar and we all just got like shit faced and came back to our hotel. And my aunt's like, let's drunk podcast right now. So we were uh, on the podcast. We were telling the story. There's this uh, huge cardboard cutout of um, Greg Nels- Greg Norman. 
The golfer? The golfer. Oh, yeah. Wait, I think he's Australian, yeah, he right? Is. The shark. Um, but we kept, we wanted to call him Randy. So we were just like, every time we saw him in the lobby, we would call him Randy. And so the first night we were there, uh, we were wasted. And my aunt really wanted to steal him. And so like, she's like, Kelly, go steal him, go steal him. And I go to pick him up. And it's like fully this weighted cardboard thing. It was so fucking heavy. Spilled wine all over myself. <laughs> Brought him up the elevator. We had him on uh, in our room <laughs> on the balcony. So he's like on the balcony, really overlooking the stairs where everybody walks every day. And right. we had like put our towels and our clothes out on the balcony to dry. So the next morning, I get woken up by a phone call from the front desk, and my mom answered it. And I was listening from the other room, and they're like, "Hi, um, we just wanted to call about the balcony." And I'm like, "Oh fuck." We're about to get in trouble for the cardboard. They're like, you're not allowed to have clothes on the balcony. I'm like, how'd you not notice your fucking cardboard cutouts missing and he's on the balcony? I think they thought it was a real person. Just standing there um, like, oh, sorry, sir. Yeah. So then we, we didn't want to get in trouble. So we just put him on the elevator and sent him down. Oh, so wow. I'm sure multiple people. It's kind of like a flat, flat Ronnie, right? Was. You know, like a flat Ronnie. You ever seen that? Yeah. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of like flat that. Stanley. You should have took Stanley. him home and we could have put him in the office. And we would have Dude, had- he weighed he weighed what? fifty to sixty pounds. Um, but the next night we went to my my aunt has a timeshare at the hotel that's connected to it, and we went to her hotel, and there was another cardboard cutout there, and so she stole him. But we were waiting for fifteen minutes for a shuttle, and she was just holding him. They like helped her load him into the van and stuff like that. <laughs> They were just like, fuck it. Everybody tries to steal this guy. Like, might as well just let him have fun. So, 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 so what you do out. runs in the family, I see. You got yeah, I think I learned. I mean, my aunt's like, it's not fun unless you're stealing something. <laughs> I have lots of fun following the law. Oh, wow. Well, you're boring. Oh. Um, but yeah, there, we did all inclusive. So there was a lot of drinking by the pool. I read an entire book. That was fun. I got a tattoo. Was it a. Um, you got a tattoo in Mexico? A Bob book? I did get a tattoo in Mexico. Mm. What is it? I got a, a B. Oh, there it is. I see it. A what? A bee. Like, like a, a bumblebee. Bumble oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Colleen and I got our third matching tattoo. So now she fucks up. I'm going to have to kill her. Because I Wait, can't have you guys have matching tattoos. Ta- with somebody how many matching tattoos do you have with Colleen? Three. Wow. You guys are inseparable. One more than two. Inseparable. Jack, do you want to get a matching um, tattoo? No. I will, Tommy. Um, but yesterday I came home. So this is this is the fucked up part of my trip, right? So yesterday was my last day. We had the only flight that was available in the price range that we wanted to pay for flights was had a layover. So first of all, we get a shuttle to the airport. The shuttle drops us off at the wrong terminal, like a fucking asshole. So we mm. had to walk like 0.8 miles with our heavy ass bags in the hot, hot heat to and the, the other terminal and, and the cutout. Yes. Greg, yeah, was, Greg came with us. <laughs> uh, so we get to the airport. It's a shit show. Um, then our flight gets delayed an hour. We have a layover in Guadalajara. And like the whole time I was traveling, you know when you travel anywhere and you have like your apartment keys and your car keys and stuff like that, but you're like, because you have to close your door and do all that mm-hmm. shit before you leave. Like sure. I'm, I'm always hyper aware of where I put those things because I stress out that if I leave them in my purse, they'll fall out somewhere. Right. So the, our whole first flight, I was like, Oh, I need to find my keys so I can have them ready. Like before the next flight. And I'm not worried about it. So in, we were at the Guadalajara airport and I'm like looking through my bags. I can't find them anywhere. Call the resort. They had fallen out of my bag in our hotel room. So my keys are in Cabo. I'm in Guadalajara. Mm. And I'm like, 
fucking hell. So luckily I ran into a friend that I haven't seen in like 10 years in Cabo. He was staying at the resort next to us. So we got drinks on Saturday night and I was like, are you still there? Can you go pick up my keys? So he's bringing them back for me, which is dope. Oh, nice. Um, Wait, how did you get here? Uh, I had a spare key in my apartment. So my apartment like gave me uh, an extra key for the day. Damn. And he's going to overnight them. Um, Guadalajara Airport, trash. It is absolute trash. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't imagine that I, I thought that the Guadalajara Airport would be like awesome. It is. the So I'm like super allergic to mosquitoes and they love me. There are one million mosquitoes inside that airport. That's a lot of and mosquitoes. And it's humid as shit. Like Colleen and I went to get dinner in between our flight. There were like creepy crawly bugs crawling all over the booths like in the restaurant i'm like it completely felt like it was the worst i was like so close to a full-blown panic attack and then there was no air conditioning on the flight and there were mosquitoes on the flight too no yeah that's mosquitoes on an airplane (laughs) yeah it was the worst and then we landed sounds like a movie we we landed 47 minutes early and we sat on the tarmac for 55 minutes that sounds yesterday was like the worst day of my life I'm tired. So I'm happy to be back. Of these motherfucking mosquitoes on an airplane. Yep, exactly. I have a horrible travel story too that just happened to me. Yeah, tell me. Oh yeah, you were in New York. I How went was to that? New York. Yes. Well, the city of New York's great. Getting to New York was a pain in the ass. Um, I have. I was going to take a red eye there. It was like an 11:55 p.m. flight, and uh, there's. Horrible storms up north, so my flight was delayed two and a half hours, which means I would take off at like one something, and no, worse, almost three, and definitely worse. um, Delta, my Delta app goes, hey, uh, you can hop on a different flight for no for no charge. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna do the one earlier that says 12:35 a.m. Perfect. I hit that. Um, There must have been some snafu in the app because it puts me on a 10:55, 10:25 p.m the next day <gasps> oh and then i was like oh no 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 that's <laughs> not at all what i clicked yeah and i called delta i'm like delta delta help delta, me delta delta help me delta delta, help delta. Me they go sorry due to storms in the northeast uh all of our lines are busier than usual we uh, can't get to you for another hour i'm like no. no um so then i see that there's a flight at 10:25 p.m the the night i'm trying to leave which would only give me like a little under two hours to get to LAX, which is a feat. And uh, I said, screw it. I, I bought it, and I figured I could figure the rest out at the airport. I called my Uber, hastily pack everything. And I did an UberX, and what pulls up is one of those like big Mercedes Sprinter vans. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, did I not get an X? Oh, my God. And then the door is automatic, and there's a problem with that. And then I get inside, and the guy's phone is all Chinese. Oh. So I'm really like, this already feels like it's going to go this well. Is gonna go I, I can only hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song in my head right now as you're talking. <laughs> Wait, so did you say he was Chinese? And, yeah, his phone was in complete Chinese. So I'm like, oh, God, the language barrier might be oh, an issue no. here. And we start driving and we get to an intersection. And I can't speak Chinese, but I can look at an image and it says to turn right. But he's in the left turning lane. Hmm. And I'm like, rights to the highway, left is God knows where. Was it opposite day, though? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Maybe gets, in China. He, China he left lane, turns left, and, <laughs> and he pulls right into a gas station and gets out and starts to fuel up like, no, what the fuck? I don't have time for this shit! 
And then he goes to put his card in, and it gets declined. No. And he has to run inside. Oh, no. And a minute later, he comes running back out with a, one of those double-sized Red Bulls. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> and he pokes his head, and he goes, I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, and I said, that's okay. Like, it's not okay. Did I'm I go anywhere? Did At least I... he didn't take a shit. I, I, did I go anywhere since this last time we did a podcast? I can't remember when we did it. I can't remember. Well, I don't know. Was Jack done with his story? <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah. I was trying to help. <laughs> He's like, well, honestly, I'm over this. Did I do anything interesting? <laughs> uh, I was trying to help his story. really go terrible. <laughs> so now I'm just sitting there going, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it. It says I'm going to get there at 9.50. And the flight takes off at 10.25. or 10:25. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking make this thing. We're like... We're going to plow ahead and maybe, yeah. maybe things are going in my favor. We get, uh, it takes a little longer because traffic's really bad at LAX. For some reason, they decided to close everything down to one lane. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So everything's in my favor tonight. Yeah. And we, car gets to the terminal. It's now 10, so I have 25 minutes. I mean, less than 25 minutes, really. Yeah. Um, luckily, I have clear. This is an ad for clear at the end. Oh, fuck I get clear. Through the, I get through the line in a minute. So I'm on the other side. It's like 10.05 when I'm on the other side. Turns out that flight was delayed also two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That one gets the takeoff of a you little bit later. It keeps getting pushed. Eventually took off at 1 a.m. Made it to New York. New York is a wonderful city. <laughs> I had a great time. But when I flew back from New York and landed in L.A., um, I also sat on the tarmac for an hour Ugh, it's the worst because you're like i'd rather just be on a longer flight that's in the air because when you're so close you're like yeah. just fucking let me off yeah. i'll i don't even care yeah, about why don't they just anymore. like roll that you truck over it. with the stairs on it and just let you off and just take another bus like why do they make you sit there i don't understand that shit. i don't yeah i don't understand it and like and the fact that we got like we were even later than what our scheduled departure was too so it's like mm. we sat there for an hour and then still made it later than we would have had we not made up the last time but also fuck clear because what? i i had a three-month trial with it and when i do trials i tend to just cancel them be like ahead of time because when you do a trial it should just go to the date when you paid for it and so i tried to use it on the way to mexico this time and they're like you need to update your payment information i'm like oh i'm not i'm not continuing the membership they're like you can't use it i'm like i still have a fucking month left on the trial like i paid for that mm-hmm and so they can go fuck themselves. Go and fuck I'm themselves. going to not do anything about it. I'm not going to write them a letter and I'm not going to tweet at them, but I, they can go fuck themselves forever. You should just pay for it. It's worth it. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah what, what, I don't do the T- tweeting TSA either. pre-check would be way, way more worth it. They don't let me have that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait. Do we need to dive into this? Do the only people who can't lawsuit. have pre-check <laughs> are criminals. I should. Well, look, I, should. I don't know how to do it, so I have clear. I don't have it. I, I honestly... I, I go to the airport like a peasant. It's unbelievable. I wait on every major line. I got no pre-board. I'm, 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 I'm economy because I'm cheap. And I just kind of suffer through the whole thing. It sucks. For a guy who has absolutely zero patience, that sounds like you're, you're living your worst life. Uh, I, I do in have In a way patience, that you can though. control. I, thought, I think I, I do know. have patience. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. Have you know. ever flown in a middle seat next to a service so, uh, you dog know what? who keeps licking Jack, your feet? Jack, this this is how crazy I am. <laughs> that Jack. sounds amazing. I don't even request a seat. <laughs> that was on the way to New York. <laughs> I, I don't even request a seat, guys. I let the dice. I let the dice roll. Wherever I land, what? I land. Why would you do that? Because wait, that's dumb. Because I'm a glutton. I'm a glutton for punishment. I just went. I just went to a place in the middle of the desert, 107 degrees, to get my ass flushed out and not eat any solid food for six days. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm worried about middle seat? <laughs> 
I'll sit in a. I'll, yes. I'll do. A, I'll do a Native American sweat lodge at 102 degrees and claustrophobia. I think. I think I just like to punish myself. But would you want to do a Native American sweat lodge that goes in the air? <laughs> no. Oh my God. That sounds that, like that, Kelly's flight. That, would, that was my flight for sure. I would kill myself. <laughs> so not the combine. Well, middle C is One like being claustrophobic. I don't mind yeah. a middle seat yeah. if I'm like just if I have every intention. It's not that long a flight, but just to sleep, I'll take a middle seat and be like, take two Xanax and just, just drool on the person next to me. But if like, uh, I, c- I can barely sleep in a window seat. I'm definitely not sleeping in the middle seat. God, I hate when people drool on me in the flight. I know it's like you have to be lying on top of me to drool <laughs> on me, and I don't like when people do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you tall people. So, have some it people, some people know that they snore too, like at home, and they just get on a flight and they're like, "Fuck everyone!" <laughs> like I'm always next to the person who's like, <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Oh my god! Do they, I'm, and they have the eye mask on. Yeah, Honestly, they're like completely out. If they, sh- if you snore that bad, you shouldn't be about to travel. Uh, you shouldn't. You should be at a doctor. Frankly, you should be put down. You have sleep apnea, one thousand percent. Right. If so, if someone you, loves you, they wouldn't have let you leave the house. <laughs> well, the thing is, they probably are not with anyone because oh, yeah. nobody can sleep in the same bed as them. No. <laughs> um, Jack went to preacher show in New York. All right. Oh Jack, yeah, preacher's awesome. That? Preacher's really good. His brother's also really good. This yeah, is a great, great show. That's cool. Made fun of my dad. My dad was, I guess, has a very stern face. So preacher's like, "How come this guy's not laughing, sir? What's your name, John? This is John right now." I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes to pick on people if they're right. if they're not having a good time. My dad was like, "I thought I was laughing." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I was laughing on the inside." That's not what you do at comedy shows. But good. Try, I mean, John. they shouldn't have put the Hackett's front row. Yeah, that's true. First when of all, Jack, the but, front but row, Jack likes to go there because they have wings. There was a wings. Jack goes front row, yeah, he, wings. Jack likes to sit in the front row and eat wings. <laughs> well, we, That's why they sat you up there. Like, we heard on the podcast you love sitting yeah, in the front row. We got Here's the some chicken wings, wings and my brother ordered the, uh, the Bill Burr drink, and I ordered the Tracy Morgan. Um, wow. And they come in these huge signature Caroline's glasses. And the Tracy Morgan, for anyone who hasn't been to Caroline's, is just a Long Island, but it's maybe the largest Long Island I've ever had. It was... It was like one of those really tall beer glasses. Oh, yeah. Just full of Long Island. And then my dad, without asking me, just said, yeah, give us another round. No. I, I so, was just thinking of something. Front, the Hackett's front row were uh, having a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you know. Like, you're we're not, all blacked out. Thanks. Jack, you're a comedian now. Great show. Don't remember any of it. Yeah. Jack, you're a comedian. You know that uh, it's kind of foo-foo to, uh, or, or looked down upon for comedians to go s- sit in the audience, one, uh, Two up first front right. row, so or pay to get or right. pay to get in. I mean, you're if you're legit now, you got to kind of right. go through the back, shake the guy's hand, act like you're some some sh- hot shit like the rest of these comedians do, and then walk around and stand in the back and be like, yeah, nice set, blah blah blah, right. sit in the back. You got to start doing that. I mean, I remember one time I, mean, I asked Jack when to sit down with me because I just didn't want to stand because I'm a fucking grown man and I'm tired, and I was like. uh Hey, want to sit down here? She was just like, I, you would ask, you would think I asked her to like, you know, pull the fire alarm as a comic. I mean, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't met Preacher, so it was okay. If I knew him, I wouldn't have been okay with, oh God, front row. <laughs> what was um, that? Is that? But there's one like time. Nearly, ne- he nearly vomited into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it was an aggressive burp. And um, <laughs> I didn't feel like asking for free tickets, but also like I've I've gone to the improv before and I said hi, I'm Jim Jeffries' assistant. I just want to check out my friend on the show. They go, 
are you on the list? No. So, okay, go buy a ticket. But I'm like, but I'm just, but I'm a, okay. Yeah. So there's uh, there's supposedly like this thing that it's like if you're in the industry, you should be able to get into any show. But it's just like I don't. If I get pulled over, I don't drop that my brother's a sheriff because it just feels so douchey. Oh yeah, I felt like a prick. I like, know people I, say I to me all the never... time, like, "Dude, you produce comedy. You should be. You should never. You should go to every comedy show." I'm like, "How do I fucking prove that? Is there some kind of ID card?" That's just, like, how embarrassing. I, I mean, I'm not worried about proving it. It just sounds so like because it's it's like this unspoken thing, and I'm like, I don't know that it's verified anywhere. So it's knowing not. me, I just walk not. up to somebody and they're like, "Good for fucking you," <laughs> like which there, basically they did to Jack. There are some door guys who. If they know who Jim is, they'll right. go, okay, cool, come in. Um, but otherwise, if it's some new guy or some guy who doesn't really give a shit, um, you're not getting in. Yeah. Um, yeah, but how do you even have that conversation, Jack? Home. How does that conversation go? Like, hey, uh, my name is Jack. I, uh, I work uh, in comedy. Like, 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 who has time for that conversation at all? Like, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm humiliated. Just two other door guys that let me in, and then this third guy was no-go. It's worked a couple times, but at th- if you the name you drop, if... The name you drop is unrecognizable to the person you're talking to. It doesn't work. Yeah, but how do they how do they believe you? I mean, I can go up there and be like, "Hey, Bill Burr said I can come in here." Like, how do they, they're like, "Hold on, let me check with Bill." Well, I guess I went a little farther. It wasn't like I know Jim Jeffries. I'm his assistant, and I need my phone out. I'm not putting my phone in one of these protective sacks. You're making everybody else put it in. That reminds me of. I mean, some some door people are just totally oblivious, right? That reminds me of Jim's story where Chris Rock couldn't get into like the after party of yeah. something because the the girl girl or guy who who was working the door didn't know who he was. It was London. Yeah, but it's just like that's insane to yeah. me. Agreed. To it's like I'm Chris Rock. Like, okay, you're not on the list. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what's the point of being Chris Rock if you have to still be on a list? Seriously. Yeah. What do you guys want to do? Um, we've got some questions. We've got some voicemails I hear. So um, I'll read this question from Callie Meeks. Hi, I love the podcast and I love each of you so much. Aw, Callie. All of us? She said, I feel like Kelly and I are very similar people and I really think we should be best friends. I'm a female who has a lot of male friends and tends to relate, not necessarily more to men than women, but easier with men than women. My previous boyfriend of 10 years has known me since I was 10 and wasn't jealous at all. My new boyfriend is jealous and it's kind of weird for me. Question, do all men just want to smash or what's the line here? How do I make him understand that not every guy wants to date me? Love what you're doing. Well, I need, I, would, I, would, I would need to see a picture to determine to make that... To make that uh Assessment. <laughs> such a piece of shit. I mean, if she's like super. Yeah, wait, she, did she include a picture? No. Right, if she's super hot, then oh, she yeah, only included a picture of her nipples, but it, we can't see her face. What? I'm just kidding. Um, Jack. You know what? I'm, I'm kind of stuck on this. Does, How come I don't get um, these emails? My other, my my first boyfriend knew me since I was ten. Does that mean he was also ten, or was he like twenty-one? Because then it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> okay, that's not. It's not even part of the question. I'm right. pretty sure they knew each other since they were ten. Okay. So he, he basically the question is like it, like how does she make this guy understand that it's possible to have platonic friends and that this is a very hotly contested issue. There are people out there that think that men and women cannot be friends, and then there are people that think that they definitely can have platonic relationships. What are your guys' thoughts? I say it's possible to have platonic friends because every girl I I know just wants to be <laughs> friends with me. 
But everyone I know wants to sleep with me, so it's always been tough. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, damn, you guys, you guys are living it. We're on the opposite side of the spectrum. Kelly, you need to come race down the middle on this one for us because we're so far apart on this. No, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I do believe that some that you could definitely have platonic friends. Obviously, we're all. Uh, friends and we have you know guy and girlfriend that you know we're not sleeping with but there are some people who are really clueless about who wants to sleep with them and is their friend you know what i mean or just because they don't want to ruin the friendship they'll just pretend that's not a thing like kelly you know there's a guy and there's guys in your life that you know you could want to sleep with you they claim they're your best friend blah blah blah, but you're not going to like call them out on it because you don't want to make it awkward or ruin the fact that you guys are friends so you just you just hope it goes away naturally (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. I mean, I th- I think there like there is something to this where it's like guys do want to have sex. So like they, guys can be in a platonic friendship with a girl. But if a girl was like willing to have sex, they would probably be down. Whereas like the vice, the opposite is not necessarily true. Like if a guy wants to have sex with a girl, it's not like she's going to be like, OK, so. So it's a lot easier to get a guy to agree to that. But this question is interesting because. Like, it really doesn't matter if she has eight guy friends and all of them are interested in her. It really doesn't matter. Like, that's not the point is does he basically he's saying he doesn't trust her. Mm. He's either saying these guys are going to rape you and I'm going to have a problem with that. Mm. Or I don't trust you not to sleep with them because they're interested. Right. What she should do is he kind of sounds like very possessive. Yeah. It's a little Um, insecurity now. What he what she should do is and I and I get to a certain degree. I'm not. Like, if you don't know, like, the other guy, like you said, she's known her whole life. She's, he knows all the other guys, too, that means, you know, for the most part. Especially guys mm-hmm. you know in a long time. What she should do is kind of throw a night out when all of them come. Then I'll realize and look at these guys like, oh, these guys are just, like, they're just jag- what, jag-offs. Like a cocky thing? Huh? You you said where all of them come, and then you said jack off. So like I, I, we're talking bu- bukkake. She wants yeah. To I think show they should all be boyfriend. able to come. No, I mean um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm saying she should do have some night when he could be like meet my guy friends and realize I'm clearly not into these dudes. Like because th- first of all, usually there'll be nothing like her boyfriend. Uh, which is a reason that I don't know. I feel I feel like my experience with men like this that make blank blanket statements like this is run is that they're just yeah like this is a fucking red flag i don't do jealousy at all like basically if you're jealous what that tells me is you don't trust me and if you don't trust me we shouldn't be in a relationship right that's fair dump them <laughs> this is gonna be the podcast just of us getting <laughs> yeah everybody they're not perfect and don't have if they don't have if they have insecurities, get rid of them. No, but it's it insecurity is fine when it manifests into jealousy and trying to control who people hang out with and stuff like that. That's when it becomes a red yeah. flag. Inse- everybody has insecurities because um, you need to have your own life still. And basically, what this sounds like is that he is not interested in her keeping her life the way she had it with those friends, right. and that's gonna never gonna get better. So, get rid of this douchebag. He might not be a douchebag. Might just be a nice guy. You just, just don't uh, you don't gel. Move on. Yeah. He, it sounds like he needs a girl who only has girlfriends. So who he, he doesn't have to worry about her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully we didn't just ruin Well, how life. would it work if it was the other, like, the different sexual orientation? Like, what if it was, like, gay, uh, gay guys have gay, other gay guy friends? Is it? Do you think that same, because pro- you hear this problem a lot, can we be platonic friends, men and women, but what if, they're gay like 
I mean, I just, I just think really it all stems, stems to the trust level. It's like, are you with somebody who you think would or wouldn't cheat? And then there, therein lies your answer. I'm just saying this, this topic always seems to come up with men and women. Can women yeah. and women be friends? But because it's always a sexual thing. But if the sexual orientations are different, does this question even come up? I uh, guess is my other is my possibly. But then, like, it's also weird that like it comes up too when people talk about like dating somebody who's bisexual. It's like, well, now they have so much temptation everywhere, and it's like just because somebody has a larger dating pool doesn't mean that they're attracted to every single person who walks into a room. So like you can have a group of friends that you're not attracted to at all. You just get along with Mm -hmm. on a friendship level and people just are not okay with that somehow. Mm -hmm. It's weird to me. I don't have sex with any of my friends, so I don't either. Or they're not my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, all right, I think we answered that. Because yeah. um, if I have sex with you, like, you go in the not my friend category. Not my friend. Um, let's see. Oh, guys, I submitted for a oh, comedy. Yeah, hey, can I, can I, pu- can I uh, do, do, some, the- do some work here? We have to, uh, hey, guys, uh, yeah, please sure. right. leave us voice messages at 1-833-266-7667. Put that in your phone. Save it. 1-833-266-7667 if you live in the States. Uh, we've got a couple here this week we're going to hit uh, get to. If you don't live in the States, or even if you do, and you just want to send a nice, easy voicemail via Facebook, follow our assistant, Zach Jacket. Zach Jacket and follow him and then send him a direct message. You can just leave a voicemail right there on Facebook. It's very, very easy. Uh, we'll use those. We're not going to use them this week because we're not all in the same room, but next week we're gonna, we have a bunch of those. But even if you said you, you, you've uh, sent one and you haven't heard your message yet, you can continue to leave messages. We will catch up to them. We would, we'll listen to a couple at a time. We'll get to them eventually. Um, also, at uh, the unsolicited um, at gmail.com is our email, so you can send an email just like Cowie just did. Is that her name, Cowie? Cowie, yeah. yeah. And also, if you decide that you want to uh, follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram or social media, we are at The Unsolicited Three. All right? The Unsolicited Three on Twitter and Instagram. And now also, last but not least, don't forget to rate, share with your friends. I think that's how we're growing so quickly because people uh, like to the show, they like a good laugh, they like the, the conversation. So share with people that you think would uh, be interested in this, and rate and review. That's it. Sick, sick titties. All right, cool. So I submitted for a comedy festival, and uh, I got an email back saying you've been denied. Oh. And then I got another email saying, "Hey, we actually didn't even look at your submission." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, from Thanks? the same from the same people. Yeah, you know it's like a bunch of in- yeah. you know the bullshit part about that is it's just a bunch of interns in a room. You know what I mean? They're not even communicating with each other. <laughs> They're both just sending out like somebody got in and didn't get in probably in the same week. And I was BCC'd on the big email saying, "Hey, we didn't get to your like every year." There's a couple people who just slip through the cracks. Unfortunately, you're one of these people. I was BCC'd, so I don't know who other people were also included in this Does list. that make it feel better that you were denied and they didn't look at it, or is it like... I have no idea. I Wait, what did I'm you pr- submit? I'm pretty conflicted. To... Jack, what did you submit? A movie? A, a, a set? I submitted just a, t- I submitted a tape. A tape for you to do stand-up? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was a film or something you did. Yeah, that's tough, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I don't know what... 
I'm not even really sad because like they didn't Denied. look out, so I don't even know. Yeah. It's not like they rejected me because like you're not good enough. It's like, or maybe that's what they tell people so they won't like slit their wrists. Oh, they gave me my money. Uh, don't even, too. don't oh, even, don't good. even sweat that shit. So was Jen. I that bad? <laughs> They're like, dude, just like, here's your honestly, money back. Honestly, you're gonna need this money because you should invest <laughs> because comedy's not in your future. <laughs> you want, you want to know who those comedy festivals are for? People who live in Spokane, who? Washington, and ha- they ain't got nobody. You don't need that shit. Don't waste your time with it. Stick with the people in this industry that you know that you're hanging out with on a daily basis. Open up for them. Like, don't waste your time with comedy. Sh- comedy specials. Like, people submit tapes to get on a comedy thing. Like, get a fucking manager or move out of fucking Spokane and make some friends in Hollywood. That's my th- <laughs> that's my thought on that. So don't worry about it, Jack. Tommy's hot takes. Thanks, Tommy. You're gonna be fine. Just stick doing what you do. Keep doing what you're doing, and save the money for those festivals. You'll get asked to do them naturally by people you know. Pretty much like everything else. Well, speak. Speaking of comedy, Kathy Y emailed us and said, "When you were a kid, who or what made you laugh the most?" Chris Farley. Okay. Was number one. I love Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and yeah, uh, the motivational speaker. Does it does it blow your mind that uh, that David Spade is like right down the hallway from us now? Dude, yeah, I met him when Jim went on the show, and uh, it, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a boner. Like, yeah. I love you. Like, I kind of love you. I have a boner. I get a boner. Um, Tommy, what about you? Um, my favorite comedian of all time, like, was a, a, I used to sneak these tapes that my parents had of uh, George Carlin, because apparently that was too dirty uh, when you're talking way back when, but that's how much things have changed. Uh, but George Carlin was what made me laugh, and also... Uh, the stuff that made me laugh growing up and still does is stuff that most people probably don't necessarily think is funny. Uh, it's like one-liners from movies that are just very obscure in the 80s and not that not that interesting. Or, for example, I think the first half of uh, Full Metal Jacket is the funniest movie ever made. I also think that... That's fucked up. I th- also think that Goodfellas is very funny as that. well. You know what I mean? Like just those, huh. it's the banter and the con, the, like when Pesci would go on his rants about something like, bring the fucking coffee. And he'd be like, I'm just kidding. Leave, like take that coffee to go. You know, whatever it was, like just little lines like that. But Full Metal Jack at the beginning, the insults that the uh, sergeant was slinging at, at those soldiers made me laugh. And I thought it was very witty and quick on his part. But I know a lot of people get very insulted when I say that or, or, or offended because there's like that is nothing there's nothing funny about boot camp you know what i mean but i don't know i guess everyone's different right that's probably why i'm on a retreat getting my ass drained (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't remember we didn't i didn't i don't remember like watching comedy growing up and i don't we didn't i didn't really watch a whole lot of movies or anything so there's nothing that sticks out to me i'll have to think about this one um maybe maybe it was something maybe like I'm, 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 I'm that pervert peewee or something maybe trying to help but it's like you ever like uh something that you and your friends did maybe like it maybe like you said it might not be a movie it might not be tv it might not be comedy well i mean like all all of our uh home movies growing up were like actual movies because scott scott was a director from a very young age so like we would have fun doing that and mm-hmm. i i apparently used to like torture his friends like his friends would change in the bathroom and i'd steal their clothes and be standing outside the door <laughs> being like randall come out randall we're all waiting for you and he'd be like give me my clothes kelly like i guess i was oh, a God. fucking psycho yeah and then you so. just have those belly laughs like with friends those are priceless where it's yeah. just like your, yeah. your abs hurt my abs should hurt. oh yeah Kelly's peeing. All right, Tommy, it's just you and I. Just me uh, and you? 
Just me and you. Um, what should I do? Um, what do we do? Talk um, about our dicks. Talk about our dicks. Uh, I got a bunch of loose coyotes by my house that live across the street in the reservoir. Are they wily the coyotes? Reservoir. They're wily, and at night, they all talk to each other, but it's not barking. It's a bunch of whippering. It's like... So it sounds like they're killing a bunch of dogs, but apparently they just how coyotes talk to each other. Nice. And um, it's pretty loud and hard to sleep. Really? I never... I, I guess you kind of do live in the woods. I, um... <laughs> yeah, there's like two trees by me. Yeah, I live... I can hear cars go by my house every day. It's very urban. Oh, uh, ever been to Laurel Hardware? Yes, it's right up the street... Right down the street from me. For all of our listeners who don't know what Laurel Hardware is, it's... It used to be a hardware store, but they turned it into some ritzy, bullshit, trendy bar restaurant thing. Right. Very fancy. And, uh, Very it still has hardware a lot of pretty girls. out front. A lot of celebrities go there. So I was walking by it one day, and I've never been. I just wanted to look at a menu, see what right. food this place even has. Um, so I walk in, and there's this... He's basically a bouncer. There's this large guy in a black suit with a black shirt, no tie. And he's like 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I go in, I go, hi, um, I've never been in here before. Uh, and he said, I just look at a menu. He said the kitchen's closed. Yeah, he goes, wait, did I already tell this story? Yeah, that's why I want to help you through it. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> These podcasts, they just keep flying through, Jack. You got to you gotta live. Dude, yeah, I don't know when we do anything now. <laughs> I don't know what we do anymore. Like, I'm always, I do the same thing. Wait, so, I don't know, maybe I just had a dream. I feel like I described Laurel, Har- Lord ha- Laurel Hardware better this time than last Yeah, you time. definitely did That's a better job this feeling. time. But I also think that, just like a, just like a comedian, your stories, like, you know, you know how some comedians, some we may know, who, like, will tell you a story, but, like, you see, you hear the story evolve over time yeah. when, they, when they tell it to other people around you. Yeah, you just, you just hear it you know and you mean? smile. But it, 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 it gets exponentially head, better like, oh, every time. To me. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, they've been working on it and using you to work on it. So you got a story right now. I don't know. I, I want to make sure I got the right story. Basically, the guy was a douchebag, right? Yeah, that was the story. Kelly, when you were gone, I, I retold a story I already told on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, do you remember the one he told about the bouncer? The one about no, the one about oh, the bouncer at Laura Hardware. Yeah, well, it, it was just a story that really influenced his life. He's like, I really fucking hate that guy. He's like, why do they gotta be so particular out here? Oh well. Oh well. I've been denied know. from a place for wearing shorts. So, do you guys want me to play a voicemail? Because if you want to yeah. leave a voicemail guide, one eight three three two six six seven six six seven, or follow Zach Jacket on Facebook and send it to him. All right, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play. What you got? One from uh, one of our favorite pie guys. Which I'm starving right now because I haven't ate solid food in two days, and I have still have a week to go. I'm hopefully lose about twelve, fifteen pounds. Uh, but it's uh, Kelly and I are, are sharing a cheeseburger right now. I know, so and you guys good. will probably so eat afterwards. Oh that's why I'm. That's why they have to put me out in the middle of the desert. That's why you do this. There's no distractions. Uh, I'm not eating for the next week because. Give me your address. I'll ship you some hot pockets. No, Jack, you're not going to get my address because you're going to want to come here and hang out and try and do like a comedy show in the lobby. Nobody wants it right now. All right, I'm going to. Wait, you don't want me to bring my amp and microphone? This one's from Nick the Aussie. It'd be a good show. Nick the Aussie Pie Guy. uh, And he's got some comments on uh, one of the movies we just saw. Uh, Here we go. G'day, unsolicited. It's Nick, the Aussie Pie Guy. Sorry, I've been MIA. I was down in Australia for a couple of weeks. Had a wonderful time in Sydney. And in fact, I even listened to the podcast while I was in the harbour one day on the boat, but uh, that's another story. Um, did 
want to just have a little disagreement with all you guys about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I love the music. I love the scenery. Fucking film bored me to death. So, Kelly, Jack, Tommy would disagree on the movie. Brad Pitt was fucking hot when he jumped up on the roof, so I give him that. All right, lots of love. Talk soon. And the special deal is still on up until the middle of November. Check out the website. And that's out. it. Lots of love. Bye. Well, that's why it's great that we can all have our own opinions, right? Agree to disagree, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, first I, of all, I, 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 can't, no, I, I can't believe our pie deal is still available, guys. I don't remember it, but Kelly may. What's the d- is it still available? Yeah, that's what he just, yeah, that that's what he just, just said. Yeah. The message? He oh, said uh, we could still go up there until sometime this fall. And I can't wait. Like, honestly, one of the things I'm looking forward to when I start eating food again and we get back into studio is we got to have Nick come by and bring some pies. And then we can have... Yeah, I mean, he's definitely come going to come when Preacher's the guest because he's got a vegan pie. So I, I promise that. Is, Pre- um, is Preacher a vegan? Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, he has, a, he has material about it. Yeah. I've seen it. Right. Super vegan. Preacher Probably. Larson. All right, Lawson. And he's ready to blow up. He's already blown up as a stand-up, but he's got. He's got to get Larson his own, likes vodka. He's, he's got to get his own show. He's got to get a show. I know. That's why I want to connect you to. So we'll have him soon. Um, uh, the website is forkandpies.com slash unsolicited is our site, and then the code is like but nineteen unless he's changed the code. No, so it sounds like if it's you guys want to. But the other part, Sweet. the other part of that conversation was that he didn't like that movie. He thought it was boring. We liked it. I saw it again, and I think I like it more. I don't know why. Because I'm yeah. I've, I mean, I've heard from some people that they they were bored by it. I mean, his movies are long, but I, it just feels like every scene's deliberate. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Who gives yeah. a shit? Just if you don't like it, shut up. Yeah, Nick, shut up. But bring us some pies soon. But don't <laughs> shut up. Got it. We we Dude. love you. All right. So but. Yeah, if you don't uh, like, if we you like you, American, you can get out. I got another message here. From, looks like a Sacramento number. Uh, message number one. I got two from Sacramento. Same. Read the number out loud for us. No, I don't want anyone to call. Yeah. But it, but it, we'll it, fi- it looks we'll like, figure out who it is looks like someone we know. And I'm playing now. Hey, Unsolicited Podcast. This is John in Sacramento. Everybody's favorite Everybody's blind guy. favorite blind guy. Friday night, I'm... Drunk. I listened to your yep. podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> um, he likes the podcast. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a would you rather. Well, I assume D. he wouldn't watch our TV Wait, show. What about the Angry Pirate? <laughs> Have you ever heard of that one? The Angry I Pirate. He wants. He's, he does. He wants to explain it, but he's got. I m- will uh, call back and let you guys discuss. All right, so he's going to, he's going to, apparently he's going to call us back. I'm Vic Klimt. I'll give you a topic. Angry Pirate. Very drunk. Hold on. He's not finished. He's just rambling. All right. Anyway, so he just. And and guys, if you don't understand why Tommy's narrating this to us as if we're not hearing the voicemails, because we've listened to it earlier, but we are not hearing it right right now. Right, because we're in different, we're in different parts of the state right now. Anyway, John's drunk. He says the Angry Pirate. I guess we can play this game order earlier. What is, it's kind of an urban D. What do you guys think the angry pirate is? Should, or should we just let him tell us in the next segment? Just let him tell us. All right. Let him that tell you. And I'll, you guys can uh, chill out for a second because I think he's got this All one right, looks cool. like he's got a lot to say. And I'll yeah, cut right, him off at some point. But keep again. narrating. Keep narrating. Sacramento, everybody's favorite blind guy. Uh, everybody's favorite blind guy. Angry pirate. 
Angry Pirate. Okay. Yeah, that that one again. Mm-hmm. So What's the Sacramento number again? Your girlfriend's <laughs> sucking your dick. Mm. And then right before you come, you mm. pull out and jack up in her eye. Jesus, John. And then she reaches up to cover her Jeez, eye and man. you punch her in the stomach. And oh, in the stomach, stomach and John. She goes, Gar! What? The oh, stomach? The stomach. John, I thought blind so people were much nicer than this. Right on. Uh, yeah, what? You are the asshole thing. Fuck Applebee's. If Applebee's there, is getting get shit now, too. 12 minutes, then you're the sucker for fucking paying the price. That, that I, I feel like this one goes on for a while. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I don't want to cut him off, though. He's, he's blind. Applebee's, <laughs> I do have a question for John. Are you blind because the, the angry pirate was done to you? Did somebody right. come in your well, eyes? Both eyes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, thanks again for calling, John. We want you to call every week. Just try and keep them shorter, right to the point. We love you. I'm, you know, um, you know. I don't. I don't think I should give you any special favors because you're blind. You have to keep them short and sweet, buddy. But very good. Thank you. The blind. Uh, I have. I have a. Go ahead. I have a real time text right now from DJ Qualls. It says, "Tell the podcast listeners I said hello. Tell Mike's heart and crystals I said hello too." Mark's heart. You're, you're Mike's. You're Mike's heart. I'm Mike's heart. Yeah. And I'm Chris. And, and I'm crystals. And obviously, Tommy's crystals. Yeah. And I guess uh, is he gonna is he gonna tweet it correctly yet or no? Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna see him tomorrow, so I'll just steal yeah. His just phone grab from him. grab his um, grab his phone and do it, will you? Uh, but um, your guys's tweets worked. Like he he's. I mean, if you tweeted about him on the episode, I think he liked the tweets that you guys sent out. Um, and we've decided we are going to do a podcast. So, Oh, great. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to do it with him? So, yeah. Is this going to be, it's your and his podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You it's, know, I got, I, I, I got asked to do a podcast. First of all, uh, I got asked to do a podcast or at least produce one or help put one on from a very, from a popular pop star in the early 2000 who was in a boy band. And he's like, I don't know anything about it, but I think, you know, if I could do one, I'm like, yeah, dude, you should do one because you're going to have, first of all, all those people to tap into who were from that era, you know, and he knows all of them. He tours with a lot of them. Um, and so you can also kind of like talk about that era, talk about that music. Plus there's like a, sh- you ever seen like the fans that go a- after that stuff? It's pretty amazing. You know, that boy brand early 2000 crap, not crap. Good stuff. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I want I've the job. just been trying to figure out who it is this whole time. Yeah. It's Joey Fat One. Oh, Joey Fat One. Don't we love him? <laughs> Joey the Fat One? Joey Fat One. Joey Fatone. Joey Joey Fat One is uh, probably the most, ex- other than JT, the most successful one, I would say. You just He's quietly done it with producing and, and, the, and, the, uh, and the theater and all that other stuff. Lan- Lance Bass is yeah, still Yeah, I relevant. know Lance, He, too. like, hosts some things. I, know. I don't have the numbers in front of me to accurately... Uh, K- Katie's really good friends with Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like best friends forever. So, whoa. Um, I have one more voicemail. Or do you have another uh, email that you want to hit? Uh, I've got multiples of the things, so hit a voicemail. All right. This one's from Hunter. All right. Uh, I don't really have to narrate this. You guys have heard this, heard this one. It came through on the phone. Uh, Hunter is a, our, our yeah. buddy from the South who we have told to break up his girlfriend, and then we told him it's okay to bang her, and now he's got another report for us. Here we go. Hunter. Should we tell everyone to get their tissues out preemptively? This one's sad. Hey guys, it's Hunter again. I'm drunk right now, but I wanted, I wanted y'all's opinion on something. I'm going to cry. So last night, my best friend of like, 
fucking 10 years and I got drunk. More together. drunk people, really. And he said he wanted to get something off his chest. And he fucking told me after my breakup that, that was a lot more dramatic and depressing than I've let on with you guys. My ex started to sex him and send him nudes. Apparently that carried on for a bit until she kissed him. And then once that happened, he said he felt like he had the biggest regret in the world over it. Apparently he said that uh, he hated himself for letting anything happen with her. Since I was so depressed over the breakup and felt like such a shitty friend. And after that, he cut things off with her. Like... This is Fuck, sad. I can't concentrate. Kind of sad. Uh, the whole thing is sad. After that, he cut things off with her, but I'm kind of huh? at a loss of how to feel about how, both how, of Oh, them are you done? I couldn't tell you're narrating. No, no, he's still being sad. Keep up the great work. Hold on. Oh. He the he's just telling us to keep up the great work. Enjoy he loves the podcast. Drunk. He enjoys getting drunk. Okay, now we can talk. Yeah, I mean. What's he sad about again? Uh, do you remember? Uh, he, uh, his, now he's. His, his ex is basically. Has been fucking his friend, right? Oh, dear. Well, no, no. Then the fuck, she was sending nudes to him. I guess that's a new thing that people yeah. do. She's sending nudes and pictures and flirting with him while he was going through the breakup, which is a problem to begin with. Uh, and then he did eventually go out with her and kiss her. I don't know if I buy that. I think he's just telling you to kiss her. He probably went did a little bit more. Uh, wow, way to make him more depressed. No, no, no. But uh, I'm just being. I'm being real. Stop listening. To I'm our being podcast. real about it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, if anything, I think I think the saving grace here is that you broke up and then now you have this justification because you find out that she's kind of a piece of shit. So, like, it yeah, it sucks, but you can give yourself a tap on the shoulder that you broke up with her when you felt like you should have and you didn't waste any more time with that. And you're still so young. You're going to get you're going to get fucked over way more time and you're going to be doing, you and you're going right to be one. fucking people over too i mean i, I just go yeah. out there and just send your dick pics out now no, i'm just kidding yeah but don't you know <laughs> one eight one eight three the dick pics in your heart but don't send them on your phone <laughs> yeah. you know i have to i gotta be honest with you you guys just no no dick pics never end up well for anybody they don't do anything for anyone i know you're just trying to a girl will still send you pics even if you don't send dick pic that's what i've heard and uh, yeah, I mean, more likely if you don't like sometimes a girl sending nudes is like as a as a reward for you not sending your dick pic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, oh, my God, you've been so good. I don't Here, I don't want to make it like boobs. I don't want to make it. Woo! I don't want to make it sound like we brush over these things. It's clearly he's not feeling well. But, you know, you're better off, dude. Don't worry about it. So if you guys, you know, try and keep it light in here. But we do want to answer questions if they're that's something to really think about, because like bros before hoes is always the thing that people used to say. I don't if you have to just keep an eye on that, dude, that's all I would say. Keep an eye on that friend. He's probably telling you he feels bad. He felt horrible. But, uh, you know, he's he's on a he's on a, a probation, a probationary period for sure. Uh, it doesn't seem very uh, good buddy like. And, uh, you know, if he was smart, he would have never told you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not like a not, good relationship. Based so on not trust. only is he not maybe the best friend, but he's also stupid. And uh, he sounds like a fucking idiot, <laughs> right? Because sometimes those things, like like on, here's my philosophy on that. If he had, you know, uh, had her, if she sent him some pics and he was doing that, and it wasn't a big deal, like she said, he just kissed her one time and he felt horrible about it. That might be something you don't really need to talk about. You know what I mean? Or bring it up because it, that's only for his own guilt that he's trying to fix you know what i mean that's not going to help you any you should you know and so 
or maybe he has been doing more and he's trying to beat her to the punch to make it like I came forward with this first, you know, when uh, she knows that he could she could turn around and smash his friendship too, because she doesn't give a shit about either of them. Yeah, clearly. I don't know. More anyway, of the story. Keep is, your chin up, buddy. You can have a lot people. of good times to be had. This is such a small thing in the big picture. When you look back, it's going to be hilarious. All right. Yeah. We're saving lives here. Definitely. Changing people's lives, people. Saving lives. Um, I got a question on Instagram. What's What's the earliest failure you remember? Mm. Trying to walk. Stupid. <laughs> you don't You don't remember that. What? Like I, The first time I tried, I was fucking trash at walking. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure it out at all. I mean, I don't remember... In the, what I felt at the time, but I feel like it has happened. <laughs> I don't try things that I know I'm going to fail like at. Keeping food down. <laughs> uh, the first. No, like like the the first moment that you're like, oh shit, doesn't always go my way. Because mm. there there is a moment in childhood where it's like mm. suddenly you're not given everything and you have to. I, start th- I think sports are a good merits. way to teach that to kids. Maybe not today because they coddle these yeah. kids, but for me. You didn't get trophies every time you lost. You didn't get participation shit. You got like, oh, you suck. That team's better. Look, they're celebrating over there and they're happy and they're and and you know and they're better than you. And that was the first time I'm like, wait a minute, I don't. I'm not just good at things without trying hard or working hard. You know, I think sports is definitely a good lesson for that. Then I remember going to college. Yeah, that, that was a rude awakening. I failed every class because I realized that no one's going to wake you up for school. No one cared if you were in the classroom. When you go to a big school like that, it's like you're just a number. And you're like, wait a minute, I don't have to show up here ever? But like, yeah, but you paid for it, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Those are- the sports thing reminded me I, when I, I started swimming at a really early age and I was very good. And so I, I won every race that I was swimming in. And I would usually swim in a, an age group that was like, if I was six, I was swimming in the eight and unders and stuff like that. So I was so used to getting blue ribbons. The first time I ever got second place, I got a red ribbon. And my mom told me that I went up to the ribbon table and I go, um, excuse me, I get the blues. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Cocky little shit. You're like, you're like, here's your, um. And they're like, oh, no, honey, you got second place. And I was just like, mm, did I? Like, did I, though? Ch- check like, the receipts, like, here's your red, Here's your red ribbon. And you're like, record scratch. What? Yeah, right. and I never lost again. I, I actually still, <laughs> I still have a record um, from when I was six at the pool I was at. So it's like a twenty-five-year-old. So no, it's even more. So when 20, you basically when you go back home, there, you go back home and you look in the wall and you're like, "Yep, my six-year-old record still stands." Well, no, because it's from when I lived six. in Virginia. I, I can find it right now. I'll pull it up. Wait, it's on the internet. Yeah. They didn't have the internet Tommy, back then. when were you a big failure? Huh? When were you a big failure, Tommy? I'm, I'm Jack, you're looking at it, buddy. Uh, I'm still, I'm still not exactly, <laughs> no. I'm not exactly winning every day, buddy. I, uh, I'll probably be out of work in a year. 1995. That was before I was born. I have a record that's older than Jack. You know what you were, wait, what year was that? 1995 was the record wow. at Fox Mill Woods. I was, you know what I was doing wow. in 95? You were swimming and I was a senior in high school. Well, Jack was probably swimming too, but in his dad's yeah, testicles. Yeah, he was swimming his dad's balls. <laughs> <laughs> so we were swimmers at the same time, Jack. Isn't that nice? Let's bump to that. Jack was swimming in his we dad's balls. We just bumped Mike's. Balls. That was fucking sick. <laughs> dad's ball. Jack's dad's balls. Hey, did your dad listen to this Oh, no, shit? wait. No, I would have been in my, I would have been in my mom's belly. Oh, so you were. St- no, I was like a. 
I was I was a premature baby too, so I was like that. Was, oh, yeah, but you were still swimming. He was swimming. <laughs> Why does that make sense? Wait, he was still swimming. He was swimming in yeah, in, in you're, uh placenta showing. Placenta Jack. Jack. Oh god, that's like, that's, like, that's like the worst cartoon I've ever heard of. <laughs> Instead of Samurai Jack, Placenta yeah. Jack. I did for a time. I didn't know. Someone said I don't like polenta. Ooh. And I thought they were talking about placenta. I'm like, yeah, of course you wouldn't like it. Placenta. I got a. Yeah, I, I didn't know polenta and placenta were different. I don't know. I still don't know what polenta is. Isn't like. Is that like corn? Meal? Oh, I was gonna say rice, know. but uh, maybe I'm thinking of. I have no idea. Is it? Is I it, don't know. Is it Mexican? I don't know. Somebody, I'm on my computer right now. I could Google this, but somebody just call in and tell somebody us. Somebody call and tell us what placenta placenta is. What is? Polenta. God, I'm. Are you guys drinking? No. You know what I would love to be drinking right now? Hair the dog. Hair the dog. Vodka. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I would be. Instead, I'm I'd instead really I'm about to mix again, mix again another colon cleanse formula, which hardens really quick if you don't drink it. But I get a schedule here. Every thirty minutes, I got to take something. Look at this. It's like a you can't see it, but maybe you can. We can't see shit. You guys don't see me. Well, at, I, I see I you guys. You don't see me at all. I had to drink a bunch of stuff. No, it's just like a frozen screen. Yeah, can't do nothing. Um, Kara. Carolyn Duffy emailed a few things regarding the podcast. The president says Baltimore is filled with rats, which is true because it's a hit of a big, it's a hit. Wait, it's a big fan of the dirty rats. Um, rats Also, whatever happened to the dirty rats, dirty rats, dirty rats. She says also whatever happened to the cousin fucker. I miss his voicemails. I do too. He hasn't called in in a long time. That's fucked up. Yep. Dirty rats, thanks. Um, she said, also, I've been saving... No, the cousin fucker has been... Uh, he's, he'll be back. He's going to be on. When I get there, he will be on. And he's going to bring all know, of his... He's he... going to bring all of his grandpa-isms. Well, my grandpa always used to say he's got a bunch of those. He's like... Well, he's he like, also who? needs to leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Um, and ch- So she compiled, actually, a bunch of Am I the Asshole posts. So I'm just going to pick one randomly from this list she sent. Um... Let's see. Do she we, says this is her personal favorite. Do we have, by the way, I was going to ask you guys, do we have any fans out there or friends who are good with music and can make like a sting? I know we do, but like anyone else want to give a stab at like a Urban Dictionary sting, uh, Am I the Asshole sting, uh, something that's just like Am I the Asshole or Urban D, Urban D, you know, whatever. I didn't mean to sing for you guys, but if anyone wants to give that a try, let us know. What do you got, Cal? Um... The one she said was her favorite got deleted. So let's try this one. Am I the asshole for serving a pregnant woman a non-alcoholic cocktail? Um, I have waited tables for the last three years. During my shift last night, a group of four women in their late 20s came in. They were a pleasure to have as customers. They ordered four of our house cocktails to start with and then went over the menu for the entrees. When I was on my way back to their booth with the drinks on a tray, I walked by the backside and overheard one of them talking about how she was 14 weeks along. When I rounded back, they were talking about the same topic, and it was clear to me that she was pregnant. I figured her having one drink wasn't a big deal. They ordered their entrees, and I went off to handle other tables. About five minutes later, they called me over again and asked for another round. At this point, I started getting concerned, but I took the order and cheerfully said I'd be right back. This time, I went to the bartender and asked him to make one of them a virgin cocktail. He was confused, but since he's a good friend of mine, I told him to just trust me. 
A few cocktails later, hers was strictly virgin. They started getting rowdy, and Mrs. Pregnant Woman was also getting into it. I figured that since she didn't notice, things were okay. The problem came when I took their check, and they asked to split the bill at the register. When Mrs. Pregnant Woman got to the counter, I saw her cocktails were marked with virgin. My bartender had edited each in the system for an inventory. Oh, boy. It was too late for me to edit them back, so I just had her pay, hoping that she wouldn't look at the receipt. They all thanked me and left, leaving a generous tip in the process. They were talking in the parking lot for the next short while, presumably waiting for an Uber. Several minutes later, Mrs. Pregnant Woman came back and asked what virgin on the receipt meant. I fessed up that it meant non-alcoholic. She blank stared me for a few seconds and then asked if she had ordered a non-alcoholic cocktail. I said no, but told her that I assumed she wanted one seeing as she was pregnant. It was a lame lie, and I'll admit it, but she looked me in the eye and asked me to return her part of the tip. I did so. Then she talked to my manager. My manager took me into her office and literally shrieked at me into a horse. I stood my ground and told her that I'm not going to be responsible for fetal alcohol syndrome. She told me that she was taking me off the calendar until she decided what to do with me. She also informed me that I could get the restaurant in serious trouble for discrimination, and upon examination of my state's laws, she is correct. When I talked to my mother and father about it tonight, they told me that they understood my position. The entire staff at the restaurant is against me, and I think that I'm going to call in and tell my manager that I quit, but I still feel in the right here. I would like some perspective on this, and if I'm the asshole here. Damn. Wow, that's, a, that's heavy. That's a heavy a lot of them. Um, I don't know if you're an asshole, um, in my opinion, but I do not believe... It's, it's one of these things like I don't believe that if someone wants to do something... Well, I know I, this is a tough one because you, you are hurting someone else in this case. But then again, I also am like a pro-choicer, so it's hard for me to say like if a couple of drinks or one or two is going to hurt, you know, an unborn baby at that many weeks old, and I'm not a doctor. So I would say you are the asshole because you are interfering with someone's decision to. If she could throw herself down a flight of stairs if she wants, whether she's at that restaurant or not. Uh, so I guess you don't yeah, have I mean, the right. You don't have the. I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one. I wonder what the world. What do you guys think? I feel like she. I mean, yes, she had good intentions, but it's not on you to play, like to have the god complex, right? Like, and also, she really doesn't know what she overheard. She she could say I'm 14 weeks along, but she could be talking about a new workout plan. I'm 14 she's weeks been on along. A diet, I'm 14 weeks like, along, and I'm gonna get an abortion. Yeah, or really like great. it's just any of those things. So, he's so an just altering. For listening in. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're you, you're you're eavesdropping. You don't know what they're talking about, and she could be telling. She could have been telling a story where so, somebody was pregnant and saying that. Like, there's just no way to prove that she's pregnant unless she's telling you to your face, like, "I'm 14 weeks pregnant. Order me a drink." So it's just, I don't know. I don't think you should be altering anybody's drinks. Um, but you know, the pregnant girl, if she is pregnant, is an asshole because she wasn't even drinking and she got real rowdy. So what a fucking faker! Is there a step above asshole? <laughs> Although, a say, pregnant asshole. When you're around a bunch of drunk people, like I've been around drunk people when I wasn't drinking, you get like kind of the giggles. And yeah, it's just like you get in that loose mindset and you're not as tight. I don't know. If you want to have fun, if you're there and don't want to have fun, yeah, you could be a jerk all night. But I don't know. You can sort of get in the mindset of everyone around you. What? Do you have somebody in your room now? Is the affair starting? What's that? Are you talking to somebody? No, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> oh. That's worse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I hate that. <laughs> he's just like sometimes so bored with what we're saying that he's just like, okay, Tommy, what's, I'm, I'm so mixing, what's going on I'm, with you? You guys can't see me, but I'm mixing another concoction here. Yeah. Oh, God. Worst. Oh, God. Um, let's see. Is it with let's Hair see, the Dog see. Vodka? 
I know. I wish it was Harry Darbach. It's going to be in a couple. I would say give me give me two weeks to see how this all how this all works out. But uh, Harry the Dog Baca, check it out so at Hera. At Hera. Why do you, why, Hera, why do a cleanse? Maybe that's another question I have. Okay, what? Why do a cleanse? Why do it? I don't know. I mean, it's a long it? summer of drinking and eating. It's just a nice way to get like a complete fresh start. Got a. I, here's another thing, guys. Cleanses I quit, I, bullshit, I, 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 I quit nicotine. All right, so I needed to go someplace where I can actually do it and not be distracted and also quit out of my system. So this was also part of it. And that's mm. like I have headaches and like night sweats and I feel like I'm falling. Like the fucking floor has been lipped out from underneath me every every time I try and rest. So yeah, it's been helpful. Oh my god! Wow. This, so this is not an affair. This got heavy. <laughs> Tommy's dying. Um, CJ from Newcastle said, if you, if you had to attend a movie-themed fancy dress party, what would you go as? I'm leaning towards Morticia Adams. Anyway, awesome job on the podcast. If you ever get this way, I'll get a round in. So CJ's been tweeting at us lately. She, she just found out about the podcast and then like binge listened to everything. And so she just, she just got caught up. Yeah, that's why it's I'm not. Impressed. That's not bad. That's that, a lot of time. It's not, that's why it's not bad if we like we're a little slow sometimes. Uh, like what we we put one out Monday this week. Was that what we did? Yeah, I mean I haven't put it up yet. Still, I, I didn't love that episode anyway. I just got in town at one o'clock this morning, oh, Tommy. God. <laughs> All right. Well, then people. The point is, people are catching up. You're gonna put that one up. You might as well to have it. Maybe. I'm going to listen to it through because I remember it being uh, Why don't you just record something weird. and say, oh, and here's my aunt and my... Yeah, it, here, here's me and my bother. aunt drunk. Right? You can do that. No, I'm, I'm going to throw that at the end of this episode if it's if it's entertaining at all. All right. Um, but we're already... All right. What would, you guys, what would you guys dress as for your... I would maybe go as like Shrek. What? For, Wait, but they said fancy dress. Yeah, I would wear... I mean, or maybe I'd go as Fiona, but as the Shrek version of Fiona. Wait, what, what are we dressing okay. for? What, 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 what do we get? to... God, sh- if only you listened to us when we talked. Uh, CJ wants to know, if you had to attend a movie-themed fancy dress party, what would you go as? She said she would go as Morticia Adams. Uh, Who was that? From the Adams family? Yeah, I was going to think the same thing, but yeah, now I get it. Uh, uh, a Hollywood, I would do The Great Gatsby. Uh, it's pretty cool. I can dress. We should have a Great Gatsby party for your birthday, Tommy. When's your birthday? Yeah. Oh, I can't tell you guys that. You know I like to have a big party and invite nobody. Uh, no, your parties are always, always have a ton of people at them, and it's just never us. And it'll be a Roaring Twenties thing. It's going to be great. No, I actually threw it. That, that party was from my last year was thrown from me. Uh, but yeah, we'll make sure you guys at this one. Uh, yeah, I do. We'll I do a podcast theme party like, for you. The Great Gatsby <laughs> would be a good like those twenties outfits are pretty, guys are pretty much tuxedos, but I like the outfits for girls are fun, like the flappers and stuff. So that's why I think it's kind of right. Is that what they are? That's the that's what I'm, I'm thinking, right? Like the flapper things. That's yeah. yeah. Yep, that's correct. Like the so, comedy club. So you would be super um, original and wear a tux, Jack. What what would you do? trying to think because like fancy like it's always gonna be a tux right i i take the fancy out of there i oh, think okay. it's just like any movie themed party like a clockwork orange themed party oh no god i think i think those are fun costumes what oh yeah. wait, wait a minute Christ. now you're so saying creepy. a whole theme like i thought maybe you were because you were picking like that everyone would have to be something i don't know i mean that you're right there's so many other better options like you could do a whole uh 
You know, we could do a Star Wars if you want. Christ, everybody dressed as Star Wars. That would be pretty boring, no? Because that's like every weekend somewhere. Yeah. I'm working towards a Marty McFly right now for Halloween. I just need the red vest. I know. I, I have to start. It's amazing that we already else. have to start thinking about Halloween. I don't do Halloween anymore. Are you guys oh. ready to go back into the office? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I, I was given the option to start this week, but then I would have to end a week early. So I was like, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need I need a week off to take a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> yeah, plus the money at the e- money at the end is more important to have for the holidays. That's my philosophy on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys want to do some Urban D? Mm. D it up. All right, let's oh, D wait, it have- up. Urban. This is where we put your little sting. Urban D. Uh, we got some Urban D for the people you see. All uh, the Urban Jack, D Jackie. for You're everybody do the angry you see. Dragon. Oh, okay. All right, Angry Dragon. Oof. What is an Angry Dragon? Um, that's to definitely the Angry Dragon is uh, probably a throwback to um, that dragon that kid was riding in uh, the, that that weird movie. Um. Oh, Falcor the Falco. molester. Yeah, it's Falcor the dragon. Falcor. Falcor, and it's like it's a uh, it's like you uh, riding high up on the back on the back of some girl, and you got your <laughs> your knees like up high on her hips. You know, your feet are off the ground. You're just kind of riding that way. So you're like you're like you're like that little kid riding Falco in Amazing Story or something. What the fuck movie was that? Uh, the Never Ending yes, Story. The Never Ending Story. Yep. I think an angry dragon is when you you're doing sexual stuff and you do something the other person doesn't want to do, but the other person turns out to be a fire breather oh. and then spits oil and lights it on fire. Right, right, upset. right. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go. I feel like this is gonna be spitting something out of your mouth so i'm gonna say you probably come in a girl's mouth and then somehow fucking punch her in the back of the head because fucking urban dictionary loves beating women uh yeah, urban she, yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the urban domestic violence is really Chris what Brown the name of the, the web, yeah it's like urban d definitely likes like, to give girls like, a beat how do we how do we hit a woman but make it funny so bros will laugh at it? Oh, we jizz on her head first. So first we come in her mouth, then we fucking punch her in the back of the head, and then, and we, then we call it the angry dragon. And then Everybody we cut loves her it. head off. I forget what one that <laughs> oh, was. Oh, yeah. That was so brutal. <laughs> Why? Um, okay, so let's pull it up. What is it? Angry dragon. We're learning. Here you go. Angry dragon. Immediately after you blow a load in your girl's mouth, smack the back of her head oh. and make it come out of her nose. Oh, so it comes out of her get, nose. She gets up, she'll look like an angry dragon. Wow. wow. See, like I'm one getting of those, so like, good a- at Ancient this. dragons, right? Yeah. Wow. But doesn't fire come out of the mouth, not the nose? Well, no, there's always like the those mouth. squiggly things that come out of their nose in those like Chine- old Chinese drawings. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Why did you go, hmm, like mm. it tasted good? That was weird. All right, Tommy, do you have one? I do. I gotta find it. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Ooh. All right. Well, then I'm. No, I'm this one. This one sounds. This one sounds fun. Fuck. Okay. Right. Well, then fuck me. Let's see. Sorry. Were you talking, woman? <laughs> <laughs> he just really angry. Dragging right, here we me go. Right <laughs> Mine is Cleveland hot waffle. The Cleveland hot waffle. And I have one from Ohio too. Wow, we just really like Ohio is just the worst. What the hell's a hot waffle? Hot Cleveland waffle. hot waffle. Poor Cleveland. 
I don't know. Cleveland likes po- Cleveland likes poop. <laughs> yeah, they love poop. So I'm like guessing somebody shits into a waffle maker, makes like a cho- yeah. chocolate-looking waffle, and wow. then spreads some poo butter wow, on it. Very specific. <laughs> it serves it to somebody while yeah. giving them an Alaskan pipeline. That's good. I'm on board with that one. <laughs> you got to go the poo Cle- butter. The plus Cleveland hot syrup, waffle. Uh, what, what the Cleveland steamers? What take a shit on someone? Yeah, on their chest. All right, so I'm, a, I'm a, if the, if someone shits on your chest, I'm gonna go with like a waffle machine. Like you do, you, you do the old traditional Cleveland steamer, but then you slam their knees up, <laughs> up into their stomach. They kind of like shit on their midsection. Isn't that the Cleveland accordion though? I don't know. It could be, but I don't know. But I think then you you push it down tight with their with their quads. So you turn the person into a waffle maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, what does it say? Jack? I was with, I agree with Kelly that you shit in a waffle iron. Insert it to your date. Whoa, that was loud. Um, all right, here. The oh, Cleveland God. hot waffle. The act of shitting on a woman's chest. What? You cut out. And then smacking the pile of shit with a tennis racket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so I, it's a sport. That's interesting. Wow, this is actually bringing up. I wasn't expecting that. All right, the Cleveland Hot wow. Waffle in a good. sentence. That bitch got out of hand, so I gave her a good old Cleveland Hot Waffle to shut her up. <laughs> All right, so basically shit on someone's chest and then smack it with a tennis racket. And then you got yourself a Cleveland Hot That's great. Waffle. That's great. I'm drawing Cleveland hot waffle on Jack's whiteboard right now, and he coincidentally has a brown marker. It looks disgusting. It looks like I'm drawing this with shit. <laughs> he took the, the tennis racket and wrote it with that. This is perfect. <laughs> it's gross. That, why do you have a brown marker of all colors? Because I mean, we have other colors, I mean, too. it's brown's fine. They had but. other colors, but like people use those for more productive things than just writing next to where they eat in brown. <laughs> um, okay, so mine's the Cincinnati bow tie. Oh man, <laughs> Ohio just bringing the thunder today. Yeah, I the mean Cincinnati bow tie. Well, if Cleveland likes to shit on her chef, and and Cincinnati likes to, I don't know what Cincinnati likes to do. Uh, More well, like Cincinnati, am well, I right? Something a bow tie. Uh, Is this you just shit on someone's neck? I know. I was just gonna say, I'm like, it's gotta be shit on somebody's right, neck. shit on someone's neck. No, it's gonna You're it's gonna, gonna, gonna be uh, well. If I was gonna Cincinnati bow tie somebody, I would. <laughs> Should I just isolate the thing? It's like okay, I'm gonna shit on like a pearl neck. like a pearl necklace. I would prefer you don't, but I'm sure you will. Nah, it sounds like a lot of work. I'm just like still in vacation mode. I don't want to do shit. Right on. Um, Cincinnati bow tie. Okay, I'm going to say. I don't know. I don't know if because Cleveland's shit based. Cincinnati could become. It could be. No, but that'd be a pearl necklace. Unless maybe you make it in the shape of a bow tie. Maybe the Cincinnati bow tie is the pearl necklace, but for gay dudes. Mmm. Mm. But has that? But maybe maybe it's like when you pull it out of someone's rectum, it's got poop on it. So then you kind of just rub it around their neck like a tie. It's like the opposite of wolf bagging. Or maybe it's just like you went to Cincinnati, went to a bow tie store, and bought a bow tie. Yeah, there, maybe there's that. Should we maybe, find? Yeah, maybe, let's maybe find we'll out. Completely off. Maybe we should start throwing a couple clean ones in there. I don't know if Urban Dictionary is anything that's normal anyway. 
It's not. Okay. Everything is backwards in Cincinnati. This sexual gesture involves the male subject to be titty fucking the female subject backwards. The female's view now reveals the male's rear end and right below it, his scrotum in the shape of a bow tie where the bow tie would normally rest. Oh. Oh, I see. So it's literally just like his ball sack and dick resting on her neck. Oh. But that's like more of... It's it's kind of like a bow tie with a regular tie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy. It's about like that one. it's like a tie. It's You're wearing a, yeah, too many ties. It's like a double <laughs> Windsor. Yeah, that's too many ties yeah, for one person that. to be wearing. Jesus, this thing is fucked up. All right, uh, and using a sentence, G Miss, I sure would like to give you a Cincinnati bow tie. Hashtag Rusty Trombone. Hashtag Dirty Sanchez. Hashtag Houdini. Hashtag Hot Lunch. Hashtag The Pirate. Mm. Fantastic. Fantastic. What a, what a great game this yeah. is. It's the best. What a great game. Um, Tommy, I know you don't have much time. Um, so we, we've, got, we've got a ton of messages, I think, on Zach Jacket that we haven't gotten to. And we still have emails and stuff left. So we'll save that for next week. Um, yeah, we'll all be in the same place next week. And then we can start uh, focusing on uh, the things that we really want to. Uh, you know, and people could still catch up on these shows. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hit it. Like, once we're all back in office, it'll be easy to kind of step up some of the things that we want to do. Yeah, and now that uh, NFL preseason's starting, I've been thinking about the Chargers being in L.A., and like while I was okay with it for a while, what if they'd moved to a city like fucking Reno? Mm. You guys down for that? What? Like, what if the Chargers just go to Reno? Like, they ha- Reno has a Jim Jeffries day. But they, but they belong here day. right now, don't they? No, I think, uh, I think I want them out again. Uh-oh. We want them in Reno? Ja- or somewhere random. It could but be Cincinnati. Just, they could do just, the bow tie there. I was there. just warming up to him. I was just getting into but, this, too. I, I, well, you guys are going to need to get on board because I'm sending him a letter today. But where are they going to even have a stadium? Reno has a lot of dead. The area. Reno Chargers? Gonna, do you think they're going to be happy there upstate? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're going to be happy, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be happy. The Chargers certainly won't be happy about this. Is this a real you? thing? I'm, bastard I'm, Las I mean, Vegas. I, I have to really want them to go to Reno? Is that? That's going to take me a little while to get on board, but. All right. Well, why don't you just think about it? Why don't you sleep on it? Well, I mean, no, when, I, I, mean I want to be a team player if, if, if we're doing this now. <laughs> well, when you're in your colonic, why don't you just pray on it? All right. I'll pray on it. And see, see what comes to you. Are they shoving crystals up your ass, too? Ooh. Uh, no, but I, there is a crystal uh, therapy thing, like a giant crystal that everyone kind of lays around. It's a little weird for me. Even for me, some of this stuff is weird. <laughs> it's very hippie up here. I'll give you that. But it's cool. I like to yeah, try. I'm these not a fan things. of that. I'll let you know about the uh, the breathing thing that everyone pretty much cries after and stuff. It's like this breath work thing when they start to tackle some deep issues. Should be interesting. Oh God. I'll save that for the next next podcast. Well, it's the the next podcast. We're all going to be together. It's going to be great. Reunited and it feels Is there any good. are we doing anything any is Jack going to get me hard before I go? Yeah, of, of course. course. Of course he's going to get you hard. <laughs> Honestly, and without without a meal in your stomach it should be easy to get get hard. Dude, so, today I was in um, a, I, today I was getting a massage and I was getting um a colonic and a couple times a woman brushed my penis and um brushed I started to get excited. I don't know why cuz I couldn't get myself excited if I tried normally when I'm trying to get excited, but I think it was just the excitement of a random person touching my penis. That was the exciting part. So you, so you are having an affair? <laughs> no, I didn't get. I, not, they didn't With do anything. I just, I didn't really get excited. I just 
thought maybe it moved. Listen, but at my, at my age, like that's a, at my age, that's exciting. This. That's exciting stuff. Well, <clears throat> I used to when, when the wind when the wind sad. blew back in the day, I used to get erect. But now, you get well, older. you then you'd be hard as shit during this podcast because we're sitting next to Jack's kitchen window and there's a breeze coming through. So you'd be you'd be in boner town. Yeah, there's no breeze here. I had to, of course, I had the roof off of my car and I had to put stop in the middle of coming up here and put it on because all it was was just. And it still is just steamy in my Jeep, just steam hot air just blowing on the back of my neck. It sounds sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I fucked my brother. And speaking of sexual, are you guys ready for Jack to get you hard and wet? I'm going to make you, ready, you squirt Tommy? all over yep, me. Yep, I'm just slut. playing a couple. Jack's going to squirt all of you. And oh, X yeah, Excalibur. And now it's on. Oh, I hate when he does it. I stumbled in the empty convenience store as the killer was striding towards me. His knife was scary, but what was in his pants frightened me the most as it kept pointing at me like a compass. I looked up at him as he lowered the knife. He put it in his pocket. I knew there was a knife in his pants, but I could tell that he was happy to see me. Wait, he knew there was a knife? Alright, I'm not even going to question what I'm reading. He removes his mask. He was revealed to be the autistic kid in my class who was possessed by an even more autistic demon that feels his yeah, bloodlust. Do I need to read this? This is getting... Ah, uh, oh, yeah, McScalibur! <laughs> that made a total 180 into just straight-up lust as he was about to unleash the hairless dog from under his waistline, which was bouncing around like it was a, listening to a Red Foo album inside his pants. Is Red Foo one of the guys from LMFAO? Uh, it popped out maybe. of his zipper like a girthy xenomorph. It fled around, looking for a host to shove itself into. A bead of sweat ran down from the wrinkles of my forehead as he shoved his cock right in my mouth, <laughs> poking my gooms. Gooms? Gooms. Or gums? Gooms. What are gooms? I don't know. What the fuck are gooms? Poking my gooms. I don't know, but they're getting poked. <laughs> Is it comfy? Do you like it? On the way in with that pointy womb broom. What? W- womb broom. That's a dick. Poking my grooms on the way in with that pointy womb. Maybe the grooms are his balls? I don't know. He slowly pulls in and out, letting a little come out as he pushed the sides of my mouth towards his penis to intensify his experience. Wait, oh, his mouth is goom. What the fuck are grooms then? <laughs> Just read it. You're lo- I'm losing my heart on, Jack. Just keep going. <laughs> or I don't, I'm not me. I'm speaking for everyone who's listening. Fuck that. This is weird. All these women. The succulents of his seed came off as sour. My face tightened up the more I sucked on his bulky gummy worm. Who is it? <laughs> he licks the sledgehammer covered in bone fragments, Miley Cyrus style. What? I'm about to come in you like a wrecking ball. I guess he's supposed to sing that. I lightly cringed at his dated pop culture reference and forced myself to smile. With no further questions asked, the heavily... He heavily plunged deep into my little brown eye from behind. I nearly gagged from the impact. What about the gooms? Five minutes later, I pulled his cock out from between my sticky buns and obligated myself to slurp up the mucusy ass juices I left behind on his shaft. His his dick was throbbing brutally and the the tip lit up inside my mouth, making me look like a jack-o'-lantern. What? What's wrong with this person's dick tip? It's like Rudolph. It's luminescent? Yeah, it's like a glow... Uh, one of the anglerfish. <laughs> I was so... A glowworm. Yeah. <laughs> it was so glowingly red, it could guide a sleigh. Oh, there we go. 
With no beat missed, he came yet again onto the roof of my mouth. The viscous white liquid trickled down the back of my tongue. I stood there for a while in the silence, waiting for all of his seed to be drained into my skull before he motioned me to look up at him. Have you ever heard of a vanilla lollipop, he asked, as I saw his 17-inch chef's knife making its way towards my neck. Oh, this is that decapitation one. That's crazy. That's the Urban Dictionary one we were talking about where you cut somebody's head off after a blowjob. Okay. Um, Wow. That was awful. (laughs) These aren't fun anymore. Yeah, we'll probably go back to regular erotica. Yeah, we will. Once once we're all in the same place, we'll go back and we'll sprinkle a couple of these other ones in there now and then. But we'll go back to traditional erotica and let Jack just really sell the stories. Yeah. What's a goom? Let us know in the comments below. And smash that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, all right. I can't you remember wanna, now wanna... if I took the right fiber pills. I'm all fucked oh, up. Oh, God. Here. I'm going to take too Which much. Which one's fiber pill? Which one's Molly? I never know. I don't one's know. Viagra. Which one's He's fiber? Which one was the ecstasy I was supposed to take for tonight? Crystal party? Uh, I don't know. What's... If you if you accidentally took a Viagra instead of a fiber pill and you just showed up to your colonic <laughs> just totally raging <laughs> boner, it would make me so happy. I mean, I wouldn't be there, so uh, that may, would make me happy. That may happen. I don't know. Um, all right, guys, you can find Jack where? Hackerproductions.com. Kelly? At Kelly Blackheart everywhere. Tommy? Tommy. At Tommy Caprio on Twitter, at Tommy underscore Caprio on Instagram. And, and you can uh, find us at The Unsolicited 3 on everything. You can email us at theunsolicitedpod at gmail.com. And the voicemail is 833-266-7667 or 833-221. We'll try and do better next time. What do you, why, why do we always say that? It was great. We're sorry, okay? We're not sorry. We're not. All it's because right. I think people really think that we're like sitting around going like, oh, we're not good. I mean, we are, but like, let's not show people that. Oh, right. I'm confident. Make it till you make it, bitch. All right, guys. We will uh, we will talk to you next week. Yep. And every week after that. Unless because there's a week that I don't the release an episode. you didn't want to have. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, the, okay, we're, bye. We'll be back. In, in the- shut up, Tommy. We're leaving. Bye. Bye. <laughs> shit. No, literally shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were playing that part. I did. You do-do? I didn't do-do. Stop. Don't talk about doo-dooing.